This is a Good Time Charlie production. On your marks, get set. It's Crimpetitia. It's a great British Bake Off podcast. We do it every week. I'm, of course, joined by uh, the hostess with the mostest, Sneak Jew. I wish I could have sent home two people this week, too. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's my main man, it's the 216 Zone Tatum. What's up, big baby? We stand for Josh. We don't do a goddamn thing. Oh, <laughs> but, I'm a Josh, I'm a Josh apologist then. <laughs> That's a, you, you stand alone. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's series 14, episode 7, dessert week, 57 minutes. I said last week of podcast funk. I'm sorry, y'all, of baking funk. Let me get that right this go around. Bruh, this intro, this opening was real good. <laughs> it's one where she kept pulling out uh, of big big things that with with items that match it. So it's a knickerbocker, uh, whatever. It's over the song. And then then the last one was, is that a spotted dick? <laughs> I'm not looking in that. And it's just that was funny. Me, I made he me said laugh. That, is that hard. why Paul is walking around with Ah. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. And uh so I always have to stay. I had I didn't hate last week. Last week's one was just dull. This week, this is a return to form, what I've come to expect here in series 14. And I bang with it. Uh but each week, you know what I'm saying? Before we get the party really officially started, we throw you a little news item just to have a good time with we'll keep keep you what's what's popping in the realm. And uh we call that segment Bakers Made the World Around and I introduce it, and then I push play. And if everything works like it should, you'll hear it. Bakers make the world go round. Because they do. People, I'm telling you right now, bro. Imagine if you ain't had no bread. Actual bread. What would you do for that grilled cheese? Hmm. Think on it. It's deep. <laughs> I would have a What's taste of this beer? week. Uh, comes from Time Out New York, uh, Rosalind Skana Colgan on the byline. See iconic New York landmarks in gingerbread at this spectacular new display. There's even a gingerbread Apollo Theater, Brooklyn Bridge, and AMNH. I don't know what AMNH is, mm-hmm. but they seem to think they know it. So <laughs> if you know it, let a brother know. Rockefeller Center, the Brooklyn Bridge, the Bronx Zoo, the Apollo Theater, and more iconic New York City landmarks have been shrunken down and sugarfied into gingerbread recreations. 23, 23 gingerbread houses comprise this year's Gingerbread New York, the Great Borough Bake Off <laughs> at the Museum <laughs> of the City of New York. 
You have to know why I picked this article. Come on. <laughs> the display will be on view November 10th through January 15th at the Museum of the Upper East Side. The exhibition is included with general admission, which costs 20 bucks per person. Local judges awarded honors to the top placing entries, but everyone can vote on their favorite for the People's Choice Award. Uh, I mean, look, I'm not going to read you this whole thing. Guess what? It's a bunch of pictures of sweet looking ass uh, gingerbread uh, constructions. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy that more than so much me, you know, trying to read you about these things. But it's dope. Do you guys like can the you throw that in a share? Oh, oh sorry. No, I got you. Hold on. Sorry, Aunt. What'd you say? I was just saying, do you guys like to eat gingerbread? I do enjoy me some gingerbread. Same. I enjoy, I enjoy some gingerbread. I like ginger snaps more. Hmm. But I do enjoy gingerbread. I made a face because I'm spoiled living in Poughkeepsie. We don't have to pay for museums. And I was like twenty dollars, but yes, forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, the, the, that's the that's the uh, the 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 hip hop museum is the AMNH. I know, I know. I now I kind of whatever. Oh, this is cute. Oh, how cute! I don't know what that's These supposed are great. to be. That's I don't cool. know what that is either. And the fine print is a little too fine. A little too to fine. Read. Oh, shit. oh yeah, you're a TK. So well, this one says the Soldiers and Sailors Memorial Arch. Hmm. Right up to that one. It says. Uh, historic Richmond Town by Arlene Chua, who made that one. So I don't know where that is. <laughs> I don't either. And that's the last one in there. But he, like I said, beautiful. Every one of them. Uh, I, adorable. Yeah, I I'm dig show it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, too early. Can't do that. <laughs> well, it's going to so be the only time. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the cheese really do stand alone out here, people. Uh, again, like I said, it's dessert week. Our six remaining bakers in the tent is one Christy Sharp, mm. Dan Casador, Josh Smalley, Maddie Ejo, Saku, Chandra Sakara, and Tasha Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Your signature this week is gross, but I'll still tell you about it. Eight creme caramels. <laughs> Telling you right now, it's just flying. Yeah, and I don't say that. It's on small. Mm-hmm. I'm just calling it flying. No, I went and looked it up. It's flying. It's literally flying. Yeah, yeah. That's just the French name for it is creme caramel, and that is it. It is it is flying. It's made how flying is made. It is so forth and so on. It's flying. So what I've had flying, is bang with flying. This is your challenge. If you are like me and think that shit look gross, then you can see where I'm at in this. Also, same. Far too much jiggle. Far too wet. I love everything about that is gross. Not gross. I got to quit saying gross because some people bang with this and it's not it's my fault just not I, your or bad. their fault that I don't. It is not my cup of tea. You you enjoy it as you will. Please and thank you. Don't and take no disses from your boy. I'm just not eating flan. Please don't serve it to me. Thank you. <laughs> Up top, we have Dan who is going for a Thai green curry. And when he tells Paul and Prue his creme caramel is based on Thai green curry, they both look at him like the fuck Paul said, don't say 
Curry. <laughs> Paul got his ass together. For real. And I have flavored with, with, of all things, coriander root. Which, which as you know, we call that cilantro in these streets. <laughs> uh, Galangal, lemongrass and lime. I definitely looked it up for you. Galangal is an aromatic rhizome of any of four plant species in the Zingiberacea, a.k.a. The ginger family. It's basically a little oh. tiny ginger. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm telling you right now, nobody was expecting anything from this, and we'll see how it comes around in judgment. Tasha is going for fig, honey, and rosemary creme caramel. Rosemary infused custard sandwiched between a honey caramel and fig compote and top with a honeycomb twills. Twills? Mm. Yeah, no twills. Maddie, chai cream caramel, chai, coconut, and vanilla infused custard decorated with sugar work spiral and coconut shavings. I think back and I'm like, do I recall seeing them coconut shavings? <laughs> I don't. But I will have to double check that. I could be wrong. Saku's making a, a mini watalapan, which is uh, a Sri Lankan dish. Uh, and so she uh, is taking it back home. She's using a jaggery-based uh, caramel. Uh, jaggery is a sugar that's from the palm trees. Uh, on a cardamom and nutmeg spice coconut custard with fried twills. These Beautiful. Everything. Those who used twills knew what they was doing. I'll tell you that. Josh was making his Nan's favorite <laughs> creme caramel, cinnamon and orange custard topped with cinnamon spice plums and tempered chocolate butterflies. And Christy was trying her hand at orange cream caramels, orange zest and nutmeg infused custard topped with orange liqueur soaked orange segments and candied orange peels. All orange, all the damn time. This was kind of a wild day for Christy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> In the mm-hmm. arena. <laughs> Somebody was b- boiling like rosemary or something in milk, and I just again got super grossed out about the milk usage. Your, your yeah, hatred of uh, of milk has got to <laughs> it's, it's go it's go whatever. I mean, if it was like we're at a, a, a non dairy milk, do you think you'd be more on board? Yes, hmm. fair enough. Just the dairy just got you more, got you a little bit off the game. It just makes me feel like it would curdle in my stomach, like milk and fruit. But I get it as a concept; it's yogurt. But then when you add heat to it, I'm just like, oh no, it doesn't feel good <laughs> to think about. <laughs> uh, let us judge herbaceous these. milk. Herbaceous <laughs> milk. That's two, two weeks straight. You done. If, where I, if I titled this show, you had it two weeks straight. Herbaceous milk is a dope ass title. <laughs> I want y'all to imagine that I titled the, 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 these KPs and Herbaceous Milk is the title of this one. Herbaceous Milk sounds That's like a grunge band. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Herbaceous Milk opened Nirvana back in like 92. It's crazy, yeah. y'all. I think that's the headline. Tenacious D and Herbaceous Milk. Herbaceous Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Herbaceous milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's judge them, y'all. Dan's up first, slightly underbaked. Beautiful flavor, spot on. Lemongrass is what makes it very nearly perfect. Yeah, because right away they like show, uh, like, um, you know, before the show and started, him mashing that, um, that, that lemongrass and steeping it. He was on that shit, man. Christy, textures on this <laughs> textures on the side is pretty bad. It has bubbled because it's overcooked. Boiled inside is how Paul describes it. Boiled. She scrambled it. She scrambled it. 
God. So imagine, if you will, orange scrambled eggs. Oh, yeah. So the orange is there, the caramel isn't, and it's far too solid. So I, oh, I always, God. What, what always happens is I watch it down here, and this TV is a little smaller, but I remember, like, before, before anybody made anything, Prue saying, if you see bubbles on the side, it's overdone. And then oh, it's up. all it's always checkoffs explanation from these oh, people. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. gonna tell you something and then you're gonna see it at some point. They done told you what the deal is. As soon is. as you see the bubbles, like, oh shit, them them bubbles. <laughs> them them bubbles. <laughs> up next is Tasha. Looks interesting. A turn of phrase I don't appreciate because I don't like it's interesting. Like, hold on, was that good or bad? You gotta give me a better word than that. Prue was concerned about a honey-based caramel, and it feels and feels it could have been thicker. Her concerns were met. It's swimming in a pool of sweetness, per Paul. Mm, beautifully be set. Yeah, for sure. Beautifully set, however. Smooth as anything. The fig comes through. The rosemary's barely there. And I wonder if it's because she used uh, you know, rosemary from her mom's garden as opposed to some store-bought or whatever. Mm. I'm just thinking it might just been a lighter ro- I mean, straight up boiling rosemary in the milk, it should be there just, just off of watching that happen. So I wonder if it's the, the just the rosemary variety that she used that is the issue here. And also the the because you know I've been doing this since we talked about it a few episodes ago. The thing that they're judging is the caramel in this mm, particular. For sure, for sure. And she made caramel out of honey, which doesn't even make sense to me because the only ingredient in caramel is yeah, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think honey boils down like that either. Does right, it? it just thins out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is basically how she ends up with what she ended up with. Had she just added some sugar to it, it might have thickened up, in fact. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Flavor is lacking a bit of direction. The honey is good, but everything becomes overly sweet. Yes, the, uh, just, it is. I think they say that honey is 100 times sweeter than sugar. Mm-hmm. You, you you needed the rosemary to kick it up a notch to take that take that somewhere. And then just she just didn't pull it off this go around. I sweeten my coffee with honey now. Mm. Fascinating. Uh, Saku, so pretty, very sweet. The cardamom is good, but too thick. Seems to be too much egg white. Next, I mean, she actually used, she said she used eight eggs. Oh, shit. And basically, the uh, the ratio here should be like half as many, uh, yolks half as many white. egg white as yolks. So if she used eight eggs, it should have been eight egg yolks, but four egg whites. And she just did all egg. And what she ended up with was also scrambled all eggs. Once you know, everybody, when it's overcooked here, it's scrambled eggs. All egg, everything. <laughs> Josh, who we know is heating up right before the playoffs. Look. Looks pretty. Lots of finesse. Lots of bubbles on the side, meaning uh. slightly overbaked. Spice plum and orange together taste delicious. Plums aren't cooked as much as Prue expected, but she likes that. She liked it. She did that the texture is just the texture is just off. It is overbaked, but you can't get over the flavor of that. Well done. Delicious scrambled eggs. <laughs> when your shit tastes so good that they like, I don't even care if these eggs got scrambled. Fuck with it, I guess, man. You really made them plums do magic. Maddie looks attractive. Caramel could have been darker. Far too pale. It took that man three tries to get that caramel to work at all. <laughs> like he like he said in the post interview, you're lucky you got any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks nice and it's smooth. Prue loves the flavor. Just a, sl- uh, just a little overbaked, but the flavor is delicious. So like he didn't really have bubbles, but it was it was just leaning toward not not set the way Prue appreciated. If you watch this episode, you'll see her hit uh, Tasha's, and the way it just flops, 
just disgusting. I want you. To, sorry, it's not disgusting. I just just not my cup of tea. I was like, okay, I, I see what you want, and I know it. I simply do not. Uh, so for me, what I wrote, what I wrote here in my own notes is so Josh and Maddie's are overbaked, but they're flavored spot on. Tasha's is set perfectly, but the flavors aren't hitting. So that kind of you got a kind of a, a scale to kind of ba- balance your judging on here. Your technical challenge this week. Oh my god. <laughs> Six individual orange and ginger treacle puddings, one and a half hours to make. pudding is a traditional British dessert consisting of a steamed sponge cake with a treacle cooked on top of it. Treacle is, an in, treacle is any uncrystallized syrup made during the refining of sugar. The most common forms of treacle are golden soup, golden syrup, which is a pale variety, and black treacle, basically molasses. Black treacle has a distinctly strong, slightly bitter flavor and richer color than golden syrup. The, the palm, this is one of the ones where it's like, don't fuck around. Hmm. And Paul was so specific about this. 40, four, zero minutes in that oven. 40. No less. Bruh. <laughs> and Nobody bruh, can bruh's that. right. The entirety of every person, all six bakers. Nobody did it 40 minutes. I don't think anybody even got near 40 minutes. One of the bakers in this situation, we'll talk about, about that baker, might have gotten about 10 15 max, right? Mm. So, uh, yeah, the problem for this uh, this particular tech. Let's uh, let's let's ride on out the judging here. <laughs> My God in heaven, Chrissy was the only one. She was like, "They can't eat this. <laughs> like this shit is inedible." Inedible. Speaking of which, Christy's up first. Raw, inedible. The creme glaze is okay. The golden syrup, not so much. Y'all, when they, <laughs> this golden syrup has, imagine if you will, just, just if you will, pancake syrup. Mm. Very pourable, very easily squirtable situation, whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now imagine if I, you, that's what, that's what you wanted. And instead, I gave you cement. Yeah. No, because hers weren't <laughs> quite there yet. No, Somebody Maddie's. Was. Maddie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hers was more of, uh, it was you know, the crap Yes. <laughs> yeah, I get like that shit, right? That's not a that's not it. I can tell Her you that. shit was thick as racial tension. Oh for real, for real. Saku, creme angolese is okay. Syrup, not bad. Steam sponges are inedible. Just stodge. Needed another quarter of an hour. Oh, that turned up a quarter of an hour. I'm gonna start using that. Yeah, I thought the same thing myself. I'm like, I like the way they kind of say time over y'all. Josh, creme angolese, creme angolese looks okay. Syrup looks pretty good as well. Inedible. Needs much longer cooking. Size is also terrible. Tasha, as they call her. I have no idea if her woman's name is Tasha or Tasha. You'll just forgive me. I'm pronouncing both ways. <laughs> Tasha, being the only one who got uh, something cooked on the table, I want y'all to know. <laughs> Flavor is good. Nice orange tang off of it. One but of them st- collapsed. Yes. But the other ones were yeah, okay. Five, five out of six. <laughs> so yeah. you gotta give it up to her. <laughs> Dan, some element of a bake. That's how you want your food described? 
Woof. Woof. It's the right consistency, the right balance of ginger and orange. So they could kind of taste this because it was like, all right, I think that's cooked through enough that I can actually put it in my mouth and not worry about dying. Mm. Maddie. <laughs> I just, I, I laughed just reading it. Maddie, that is terrible. Mm. He served his shit in the ramekins. Like he, his was so liquid. He took one out and the shit just poured like a pancake on the, <laughs> I would have left. Thinks the syrup may be burnt as Prue tries to pierce a pot of rock hard syrup. Yeah. That's supposed to be pourable. He made a word of original. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A whole cup of it. Yeah. Had he just threw some baking soda in it, he would have made of of uh, what you call uh, honeycomb. Oh my god! Uh, to end, pretty awful is how they end up describing Maddie's efforts here in the uh, technical. Y'all, when Paul walked out there, looked at that shit, and he he turned his turned ass back around. around. <laughs> I knew what it was. I knew what I said. I don't. We don't. We, I so I try not to talk about the the show too much with the with with these two because I, I I like to be genuinely surprised here during our conversation. But this one, it had me tense. It had me feeling some type of way, and I was just like, "Oh, the fuck on? Did they all?" And then I was like, "Wait a minute, one, two, three. yeah, see, yeah, all of them, all six of them, fuck this up." With the, I, I guess I guess with the exception of Tasha, who came through pretty okay. No, because when they described it, you did you hear Allison? They said they was going to do the judging from the most worst to the least worst to the least worst, not even the best. Yeah. <laughs> she was not the best of the worst. She was the yeah. least worst. The real of it is, of course, she only had she had six out of uh, five out of six. Mm-hmm. They did not look great. They look kind of mm-hmm. shaky. You know, what I'm saying they have they, the, they say, of course, they give us examples, so we kind of know what it's supposed to look like. They did not fully look like that. Uh, she had the the smarts to like, I'm gonna pull it out this water and let the oven just hit that hit it for a little bit. Yeah, like, you yeah. at least got the were wise enough to do that. That Bay Marie was holding y'all back, but still, your ranking is as follows. Number six is Maddie, a disaster. <laughs> Number five is Saku, terrible. Four is Christy. Three is Josh. Very disappointed to see Josh perform like this in any comp in any part of this competition, but this in particular, I was like, God dang, Josh! Even he's just, I just he's just held to a different standard. Two, Dan, still on the terrible. <laughs> Tasha, not as terrible, but pretty terrible, and on the edible side. And Tasha's like, I don't care what I'll y'all say, it. a win is a win, and I'm taking it. I'm like, I'm uh-huh. with you. So, by one point, about fifty points, that win was yours. So hang it up and take it. It is okay. <laughs> Oh man, let's head on down to Showstopper. Did you were you not Showstopper this week? I was not. I was not. <laughs> here's here's the thing. For the same reason y'all was coming for my girl Christy last week, that's all this really was for everybody but her was a mold. Agree. The difference being, in my opinion, highly decorated molded stuff. Her shit wasn't highly decorated last week. Maybe she had intentions of highly decorating that bitch, but she didn't pull it off. And all she got on top of that shit was some flowers that them themselves, I think, were molded. Also, we was really on that shit. It's like though the first times I felt we really had some like, yeah, I y'all like, were. I don't y'all know were, if I'm with this. Y'all were getting at her. Um, and even Dan's, it was not like a globe. It looked like an egg. 
you didn't think he was a spherical enough, really? Yeah. It was a okay. it was an oblong egg. It looked like a monster with like teeth, <laughs> blue teeth in the middle. No <laughs> nobody's came out except for Christie's. And I went, Wow. <laughs> I I I, and of course I like I super like Tasha's, but I also like the, I just like blossoms in general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I didn't realize plums blossom in the vein of cherry blossoms. So now that I do, I'm kind of like, oh, that's dope, man. I like and even Josh's, it looked hella elementary to me. Like compared to the sketch, it was not what I was expecting because I thought he was making like shortbread cookies or whatever, and he just. Not just because I couldn't do it, but he <laughs> piped those uh, rackets on. No, no, he baked those. Ra- oh, in- I, the ones inside he did bake. Those were shortbread mm-hmm. rackets. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I really, I know, I know, like he didn't do excellent, but Maddie's, I thought, turned out pretty, uh, was pretty, pretty uh, a looker as well. It, it had an interesting, like, swirl to it if you look at him. Yeah. And, like, if you look at the side, like, it had, like, layers to it. I was impressed. I was like, oh, man, how'd you pull that off? I literally just watched it and I can't remember what anybody's looked like except for Dan's and and Christie's. Yeah. If if you ever, uh, I know you were, I know this is more skim talk, but if you could get a plum tree, get one because they will uh, grow, grow in our climate. I grew up with one in my backyard, prettiest tree you ever want to have. It, um, but it is the bitch to clean up when all those white petals fall. Vanessa's father has all sorts of fruiting trees in his yard because it used to be an orchard back there, like straight up. So he still has like pears and apples. So like, I don't think he has plums. Maybe I hollered him about that. He was very excited for legal marijuana to pass in the great state of Ohio because he's like, I can, I, can yes. grow, I, can, I can grow you some back here specifically for your, give me some for your situation and so forth. He's, he caught it the other day and I was like, man, he is wild. I had to be growing some weed, but. He just he, is. You know what he already, <laughs> if you know what he doing, you know what he doing. Yeah, he got that. He got he do got a green thumb. Gotta respect him for it. Showstopper sharing size dessert placed in a meringue bomb. So feel like of course the meringue bomb is wildly important, but I also feel like what was within that bomb is because that was going to be your baked element. Mm-hmm. Well no, you had to bake the you had to bake the meringue. Mm-hmm. But the dessert. As we go the through the, yeah, the dessert is kind of what we'll be looking at with, with more closest. Four hours to complete. Maddie's up top. An English-Italian summer meringue bomb. A summer sandwich cake of pistachio cremeau, strawberry and basil compote. I said basil. Good Lord. That's how you know I'll be watching this shit. Basil. basil. In America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a mousse uh, sat inside of a French meringue bomb. Uh, this is where I'm with my own notes. I was so bugged out by Tasha and Saku both doing outside the mold techniques. Everybody else used basically put their... Uh, they use the inside of a mold, and then whereas them two did everything on the outside of the mold, and I was like, that seems well, but it, it seems like it would break, and in both situations it did. So, Dan, pale blue dot. This is going to be a chocolate Genoa sponge. Is going to be basically your the crust of the earth on the inside of this uh, globe, if you will. Uh, that be filled. That's going to be filled with a trifle of orange creme pat, strawberry bavoir, a core made of raspberry jelly. Surrounded by some fresh fruits that are mixed in with the creme pat. Josh, game, set, and match. Mascarpone whipped cream cheesecake. With a little champagne in the mix there, topped with a strawberry mousse. Bottom, as I cannot think of a better turn of phrase right here, with a strawberry jam. So here's what here's, you got to imagine cheesecake. You got your little, you know, biscuit base. But on top of that, strawberry jam. And on top of that, the cheesecake. And on top of that, 
a strawberry mousse. It looked good as hell. Mm, fuck it did. I don't even like strawberry like that. I don't like fruit in my cheesecake. I'm one of them dudes. But that looked brilliant. Decorated with cut fresh strawberries and shortcake tennis rackets. I do not appreciate the pea green color of it. And actually, when I thought about it, it's not even pea green. It's a, it's a green that I just don't. It, it, it is not tennis ball green. I can tell you that. And so I did not appreciate the shade of green he went for. Is it chartreuse or is that yellow? Chartreuse is a color of the shade of green. So you're right. I don't know. I ain't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Saku flowers for my bee. Marzipan bumblebee decoration. Profiteroles filled with passion fruit, creme pat, or pistachio and Irish cream. Stacked in a sort of mini croquembouche inside of a bomb. Now, she didn't claim croquembouche. Somebody else did. We'll get to that one shortly. I put, I put that croquembouche on her myself because I knew that's what she was stacking profiteroles. That's a croquembouche. Mm-hmm. But she, I guess she wasn't technically sticking them together, which is what actually makes a croquembouche. So this is literally a stack of profiteroles or of cream puffs. Oh, yeah. Or like, in case y'all didn't know that. Tasha, plum and ginger meringue bomb decorated with marzipan plum blossoms. Uh, the bomb will be filled with plum and ginger creme diplomat filled profiteroles that are themselves topped with a plum crackling. The crackling is what goes on top of a Mexican joint. Concha. Yeah. 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 So that's what that, that's what that, that's what's going on there. And I kind of, I, I, Southern roots at first, I was like, crackling. Chrissy is actually going for a croquembouche meringue bomb. Mm. She's going to make a croquembouche of summer berry creme diplomat field profiteroles with a raspberry glaze inside of a bomb decorated with meringue kisses. It really was pretty, y'all. Like the outside really of that shit. Outside. Very, very impressive. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yes. Said what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Let us judge this output. Josh, excellent piping. That's a man who learned from was that Chocolate Week when he made that box and was piping shit on the side before, when he should have laid it down, piped mm-hmm. it, and then built it. Learned mm-hmm. from his mistakes. And what's he get told for this week? Excellent piping. Original ideal. A proper dessert, dessert inside. Jam gives it a nice little acidic kick. Delicious. Tasha, plum blossom is sweet. The decoration is quite nice. A little bowl of buns. Slightly acidic flavor with the bomb, with the bomb. So you had to, it was, it was like acidic, but they say when you eat it with the meringue, it's all very good. It kind of works together. Not too sweet inside. Maddie, look is quite good. Inside is quite messy. Pistachio flavor is too rich and heavy. The basil, not tasty with the strawberry. The meringue is very good. The bomb itself, a little triumph. And, and these are my own personal notes. I don't feel like they're holding him up for holding the taste against him. I think they just say they they basically are like, I don't fuck with this flavor, but it tastes like what you said it was going to taste like, my guy. And then they, I think they kind of accepted it for that, which I thought was kind of cool. Saku looks pretty, but not much of a bomb. <laughs> just some shoe buns and a stack on a plate. They oh, they did her dirty. <laughs> shoe buns look flat. Some elements work, but some needed more work. 
some was some more was needed uh, flavor wise. And they've been telling the woman about her flavor seven episodes straight. I'm not lying when I say that to you. You can go back and watch every time. They're like, well, it looked pretty, but your shit ain't really tasting good. It looked pretty, but your shit ain't really tasting good. And finally, that uh, that got caught up. Dan, amazingly wonderful, ambitious thing. Nice shape, nice dome. The layers are good. Everything works well together. Handsome Dan. <laughs> Christy, the colors are amazing. Inside looks like a bomb has gone off. Baby. Uh, <laughs> it looks like soup. Too much icing. The sharpness of the filling is good, but it looks like you just chucked something on the inside of it. So it's like you see it on the outside, like I said, it's a beautiful ball, or not quite a ball, but it is pretty spherical. And then uh, what she did, we stuck to it with royal icing, these little meringue kisses, but all of them are colored, these beautiful, vibrant shades. It's really gorgeous to look at. And then just, she really did just, I'm like, you, he said, and Paul said, it's all over substance. She really went for more, like, it looked great, but what I put inside of it, Nick is not lying. She could have gone on this week. I... Mm-hmm. I can I can I know why you could argue the other way on who did go home, but like I said, I could I could I could easily be convinced that old old girl should have went home. Both. <laughs> Your Both star baker this week <laughs> is Dan, who returned to form, who hasn't been star baker since week one. Proud of my man's for that. Did the dang thing. Sent home this week, unfortunately, is Saku. And I think uh Maddie stunk it up this week too, but he has at least one star baker. Everybody there who's left has one star baker at least once, except for Saku. So yeah. if she wasn't gonna be star baker this week, she had to take her ass home. But Christy <laughs> should have carried her ass home too for fucking scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs in the in the uh, up top. So they both they both had scrambled eggs and they both had uh middling uh uh middling middles. But Saku's wasn't scrambled. It was overcooked. It was just like thick and hard because she had all them damn eggs in it. Hers didn't curdle. Oh, and they right. loved her flavor of you're hers. Right. You're actually right. They enjoyed, they enjoyed how the jaggery turned out and so forth that she got to turn out with not much issue, even though she had to turn it out where they were hot, when everybody else could, would, could wait till it was cold. So you're all right. And so she came in fifth in uh, technical because, I mean, like most people, she served up some soup. <laughs> and poor, like I said, and it here, here, and here, here, and showstopper is like, eh. And then, like, so you could, you could, you could easily argue, I, like I said, just the way, like I said, if you see, saw Saku's uh, showstopper, I was like, why are you doing that? Like, that is, I get why you're doing it. I get the design ethic that she's working on, but I'm like, I'm like, no, because you got the bank of separate machines that means time is just not going to be on your side. It couldn't work. It could not work. And then it did not work. And then she went home. Yeah. And so. it Because a lot of people, it take like an hour and a half for meringues to cook because it's pretty much drying out the whole time. Yeah. And um, one interesting thing I, I think um, we didn't mention was, I I think with Tasha's, that was the only um, thing that they ate the meringue together. That Like uh, with, I, I didn't understand why they didn't do that with anybody else. They did with, uh, with Maddie's as well. So they, they they gave his a taste and then was like, yeah, that's pretty good, man. So they just like I said, they just did like the strawberry basil combo. Okay, they was on it, but and, and plus every time I'm I'm, I'm just gonna assume it's an edit. Like it can't show me doing everything. That, but at this point, we get true. to the point where it's enough. It's it's so few bakers in the tent that you probably actually could show me that. But I don't know if it make good television. So you know, we'll decide what it, what is an edit and what is not. All righty, next week 
case you're always wondering, the theme is Party Week. Oh. Sprinkles. And have I, they done it, that before? Never. Not, ne- not that I've ever heard of. So That's what I'm, they do instead of uh, instant, culturally insensitive <laughs> week. Good for them. Growth, growth as individuals, so you mm-hmm. know what it is. They, they got the feedback. We love it. <laughs> uh, if you want to uh, holler at us, you know what I'm saying, the, uh, the email address for the show is podcast at <gasps> sagecrunchymilk.com. The crunch, of course, being spelled with a K. Uh, phone number is 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We would certainly love to hear from you and hear from you. We did this all from Spotify, and I have not published these yet, so let me jump on the one. Uh, Bevy19. Responding to what's your favorite chocolate treat? Bars, baked goods, your choice. And uh, they wrote my karma cookies. It's a chewy chocolate chip cookie with chai and chili. Oh, they're really very good or a really or a really good deep dark chocolate cake with a milk chocolate whipped frosting. Mm. Thank you for that. And then we go get the other one. This is, uh, of course, responding to the question. Have you ever had a dry apple pie? Bevy 19 said, <laughs> <laughs> said yes. The apples were dry, but also gluey, oh, like dry, wow. crusty edges with uh, the, with consolidated apple glue on the inside. Oh, no idea God. how the baker did that. It was rank. It's uh, that that is that is an apt description. Rank is what I would call that. Oh, that made my tummy ache a little bit. That sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, Barkley, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Quick little double check on the email. Okay, nothing in the email. Just had to double check. But I knew we had some comments on on Spotify, so I had to. I, I, I was I was prepared, people. You know what it is, y'all. What's our question of the week? What's our poll? This go around. If y'all had to uh, think of something. Uh, okay. Do we got to do the jiggly desserts? See if people like it's flan, uh, jello. <laughs> uh. Uh, creme brulee. Creme brulee is, is that pudding <laughs> shit. <laughs> it is that pudding type shit. It truly is. The I, other one is not jiggly, but Trey's Leche's cake is wet. Yeah. Alright, so wait a minute. Jiggly Desserts question of the week or is that poll? How you want to do that? We could do question of the week of, right, jiggly, of the jiggly desserts. I'm simply going to put jiggly desserts in a question mark. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> and, you, uh-huh. and you, the listener, can respond as you need to. As for our poll, mm, it'll come to me. It'll be here when you get there. Worry not. <laughs> uh, what the favorite Thanksgiving side? Ooh. You know, I guess we are nearing that. Uh, no, no, that's, that, uh, no, we got a question. I need a poll. Poll. List some sides: mac and cheese, dressing. I feel like mac and cheese it's king. should never be just considered a side. It's, so, it's the king of sides at that point. <laughs> but you know, it's interesting. I, um, my brother was married to a not black person for several years, and so we would have like mixed Thanksgiving. And our uh, my nephews and nieces they always would ask for mashed potatoes oh. when they would come to to the black. Thanksgiving, and we don't do mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving. That is interesting. Like, mm-hmm. ever? Yeah, we started question. because the kids would ask for it, but mm-mm. we do sweet potatoes, yams. Yeah. I think we talked about it on Skin, but uh, like it was requested by um, my, my oldest son to make mashed potatoes. So we have yams, mashed potatoes, um, 
and mac and cheese, all the carbs. Hey, oh, oh, and dressing too. Turkeys, chickens. So yeah. I need we need uh, items. How many items for the poll? I'm 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 up dropping like a good six in there. I ain't worried about it. Yeah. She, you're gonna have a selection of, of and I and I will give you the option this because it gives me the option to I will give you the option to put multiple to answer multiple ones on this. You, you're good to go. So this is nice. a little less scientific. It's a little more good time. So worry not. And I'm telling you right now, if your family is banging with mashed potatoes, look up the recipe for Aligo. A L I G O T Aligo. It's French. To call it mashed potatoes is disrespectful because it's more. It's it's basically half cheese, half potato. It's mm. amazing. So I make, it, I make it every year. I made it every year for like the last four, I think. So my stomach bubbling, but I would, I would. I promise you, it's like it's it's, it's, it's Gruyere or Comte, oh, uh, whichever, yes. whichever one cheese. Uh-huh. And so a slightly funk cheese, a little bit of funk cheese, and some mm-hmm. good ass potatoes, Just a little bit of so the bread. Good. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So get down with the get down. That is, of course, Nick you. Um. I just want to say I'm going to miss Saku so much. Yes. Her laugh, the way she would just like look at the camera and scream laughing. She's so precious. Yeah, God, our queen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that time that she could kick that lemon, I was like, oh, oh man. <laughs> Get that lemon the hell out of here. I'm baking. That is Tatum 216. Yep. Good night. <laughs> I am uh, the Internet's Table 713. Continue to bake with us, people. We'll do it again next week. Peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.